Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny. Good morning, good morning to people around you. Just say good morning, welcome someone this morning. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you. Happy new month to every one of us. The blessings of the Lord rest upon our household of faith in Jesus' name. Happy new month, everyone online this morning. Thank you for joining in our God experience service, we believe God to meet you at your own very point of need, wherever you are. Have questions, prayer, need, uh, just tap in, in, type into the chat box and we take uh, cognizance of that as we believe God for supernatural intervention in your life. Praise the Lord. Psalm 98, I speak briefly this morning on gratitude and praise. Gratitude and praise. Gratitude and praise. If there is anything we said coming into this year that we must learn to do is cultivating a heart of gratitude. A heart of gratitude. If you want to see the miraculous, you must be able to stand and cultivate a heart of gratitude. And it's everyday thing. Is not reduced to first Sunday of the month. Fine, we've dedicated first Sunday of every month to come and join in worship with our brethren, to come to celebrate Jesus, to give him praise, basically for the blessing of the previous month, as we look forward in expectations to the new month. But our gratitude and praise must go beyond that. It's every second. As long as you can hear your heart breathe, it is an opportunity to give God praise. Can I have an amen this morning? So today, we just look at it. It's a very um, broad subject. We can't exhaust it, but it's something that we can cultivate as a lifestyle. So in Psalm 98, uh, the psalmist gives us an insight. And I believe that most of these songs uh, came as inspiration to David while he was in the desert place. The desert place is not a pleasant place. Sometimes it's a place of thirst. Sometimes a place of hunger. Sometimes a place of pain. Sometimes it's a place of seclusion. Nobody seems to understand what you are going through. But in those moments, Instead of complaining and whining, instead, and even if David wanted to complain, 
it would have been to the bleating of the sheep that he had to be a shepherd over. But he chose to look inward, to look up to his creator and with his strings, with his guitar. So he played all these songs. So in Psalm 98, I mean, my Bible, if it's as good as yours, should be subtitled to a song of praise to the Lord for his salvation and judgment. So he started by saying, oh, sing to the Lord a new song, a new song. Sometimes we need to also operate that way, in fact, most of the time, because the benefits of God, they are new every morning. We need to operate cultivating that lifestyle. You know, it's when our heart is open to the Lord, that's where we can see new things that he's doing. Our eyes can see it. Our ears can hear it. Our heart can comprehend it. You know, sometimes the pressure of life can become overwhelming. And instead of us to see new things, we are blinded by the situation and circumstances. And the situation and circumstances, when it gets to the point of being overwhelming, it brings darkness. We can't see. But turning the light on is singing a new song to the Lord. A song of praise. A song of thanksgiving. A song of victory. I mean, singing a new song to the Lord, for example, can be recalling his goodness towards you. Recalling his faithfulness towards you. Yesterday, I mean, in the, in the morning, in the office, among our pastors, I mean, we were talking. And we were talking just about 20, uh, 15, 20 years ago. And someone said, oh, we were looking up to you as our pastors then. He said, the way you dress. And quickly figure out uh, some pictures on my phone. Those pictures were not suits. They were coats. And all of a sudden, it just dawned on. And they were the best quotes you can see around. And I have some of those pictures. And some of your big pastors in town, they were there. In fact, some people did not have flesh behind their hair. They were there. But see, recalling God's faithfulness. You know what he does when you recall his faithfulness? No matter what you are facing at the present, you can see the future. There is light at the end. In Psalm 30, verse 5. He said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He said, whatever I find myself, David also wrote, in my prosperity, in my making progress, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved. I shall. Even if you think God is punishing you, go back to verse 6, because that's uh, verse 5. Verse 5, please. Thank you. His anger is for but a moment, but his favor is for life. His anger is for a moment. You know, I've heard believers say God is upset with them. Even if you think God is upset with you, his favor over your life is for life. And then weeping, weeping can't pass the night. Because when he does what he wants to do in your life, you can't be weeping. Even when you are weeping, he's weeping of joy. Can I have an amen this morning? Let your heart be filled with praise and gratitude. You don't have a job now or you are out of job temporarily. That should be your perspective. There was a time you didn't have any at all. You don't have plenty of clothes in your wardrobe. It's okay. You don't have cars the way you used to have it. You have life. 
There's something in his favor is for life. Weeping can only endure for a night. Joy comes in the morning. And then in my prosperity, Paul says something in his own prosperity. He said, I have learned to be contented with a weather state I find myself. Sometimes I have plenty. And sometimes there is leanness. Whichever way I have learned. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I used to have a friend. I don't know where he is now. So that's why I said I used to have a friend. I mean, when he's sleeping, he's putting money. He has suffered poverty so much that even when he's sleeping, there is money in his pajamas pocket. He said, I just want to wake up in the middle of the night and feel that I have money. But well, I don't know. I don't know if he still if he still does that. But that's the truth. Some people we are overwhelmed by this life. We are overwhelmed with the new word on the block. Pressure. There has been pressure. Everything in life runs in circle. But let's go back to Psalm 98. It says, God gives a new song. We're reading the first nine verses of Psalm 98. It says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy hand have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness he has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the hands of the heart have seen the salvation of our God. Shout joyfully to the Lord. All the heart break forth in song, in rejoicing and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of a psalm. Sing to the Lord with harp and with the harp and the sound of a psalm. Verse 6. We're going to 9, please. Verse 6 says, with trumpet and the sound of a horn, shout joyfully before the Lord your king. Say, so let the sea roar and all its fullness. So each time. And I mean, it's just so God has given us um, the ability to see things in the natural. So each time the waves, you stand by the beach and you are seeing those things in their own space, they are giving praise to the Lord in their own space. Each time you see the animals, each time you see, I mean, the way life is designed, the plants, the greens around us. They release their, uh, is it carbon, carbon what? Whatever they release, that's what we take in as oxygen. And what we let out, that's what they take in reproducing. We need to praise the Lord. I, it's been a long, I, I, that I graduated from secondary school, so I've forgotten the basic uh, biology. He said, let the sea roar and its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. Verse 8, let the rivers, can you see have you been to the village or where you have rivers splashing on the rocks? He said, they are clapping their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. Sometimes you look at this horizon and you see green. They are joyful together before the Lord. For he's coming. He's coming to judge the earth. With righteousness he shall judge the world. And people with equity. 
Praise the Lord. So, we are grateful. Why? Because God has done all things well. He has given us life. He has given us the ability to have love, to have relationship. He planted us in families. And even when we don't have the natural family, he planted it in us in his own family. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 30, that's why we need to show our gratitude. But no matter where you are this Sunday morning, all things, all things are working together for your good because you love God and because you are called according to his purpose. I want us to read 29. He said, for whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed. That's the word I want you to take. Whatever you are going through is shaping character in you to be conformed into his image. Image of his son, who that we might be the firstborn among the brethren. Versace, moreover, whom he predestined, this he also called, whom he called, this he also justified, and whom he justified, this he also glorified. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 6. Said, therefore, because sometimes people ask the question, okay, I'm a Christian. I know the Lord. I love him with all my heart. Why am I going through whatever I'm going through? He said, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. That's the lot of the believer. But I love verse 3. So we have the hope, we have everything, we are justified by faith. He said, but not only that, not only that, it's very difficult for people to give praise in tribulation. He said, not only that, but we also glory in tribulation, knowing that whatever it is, it's producing perseverance in our lives. All things are working together for our good. And perseverance is breathing character in us. And character is bringing hope to our hearts. And this hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. Please, we are not supposed to break down in the face of life difficulty. We are supposed to be, we have been molded. That's the truth. We have been molded. The strength of character, capacity is being built in us. And you see, this is the balance of the gospel. Jesus was the son of God, yet he went to the cross. But that cross, he was glorified that you and I can have access. Whatever it is that you and I are going through today is just to be conforming to that image because that thing is producing a strength of character in you and me. Let's be grateful, not for the tribulation, but that we are pulling through the tribulation. Let's be grateful because God is right there with us. He's our shepherd. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Let's be grateful and offer gratitude to God that we are privileged. Whatever it is that any one of us might be going through, some people have not touched the one third of it and they are out of here. 
But here we have this Sunday morning, second month, a year 2024, giving God praise. What are we supposed to be grateful for or showing gratitude? Psalm 103 gives us an insight. Verses 1 to 7. Psalm 103, verses 1 to 7. It's so instructive. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. He didn't say, bless the Lord, O my soul, because all things are perfect. He said, but all that is within me, bless his holy name. Gratitude and praise is from the heart. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. It's very easy to forget when we are overwhelmed. It's very easy to be distracted by pressure. He says, but O my soul, forget not all his benefits. You say you don't have a job. There was a time you were in, in school that it helped you pass the exam. If you don't pass the exam, you won't be looking for a job. So there's something. Forget not its benefit. And then he listed them here for, to remind us. He forgive all our iniquities. He healed all our diseases. He redeemed our lives from destruction. He crowned us with his loving kindness and tender mercy. Do you know that just the things that we are aware of, that's the thing that put pressure on us. There are many things we are not aware of. So it doesn't bother us. Do you know that you have passed on certain routes and nothing happened? And two, three minutes after you pass through that same route, and you hear that something happened there. It's when you read it in the news. And you read, you get the time. That's why you know that you have, he has already preserved you. So, he satisfies our mouth with good things. Our youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his way to Moses, ways to Moses, and his heart to the children of Israel. There are things to be grateful for. Gratitude and praise must flow from our heart. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. He says, give thanks. It's the will of God in all, for us in Christ Jesus. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, in everything, give thanks. No, 18 says in everything. Let's start from 15, please. Thank you. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourself and for all. Verse 16, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Verse 18, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. In everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. In bad situation, give thanks. You are not giving thanks for that bad situation, but you are giving thanks so that clarity can come out of that bad situation. Can I have an amen this morning? So taking each day to be grateful, actually, it's been found out by science. That when you choose to be grateful every day, it reduces depression. Studies have shown that high level of gratitude will lower depression, will lessen anxiety, will support your heart's health, will relieve you of stress, and improve the quality of your sleep. That's science. When you are just grateful, when you are just grateful, Fine, you have goals set for the day. I'm saying this because this is the beginning of the year. In the natural, globally, things are not the way they used to be. But when you choose gratefulness as part of your to-do list every day, it reduces depression. 
there is high level of gratitude. In other words, you intend to make 10 million from that deal. And you made 7 million. Be grateful. Be grateful. You may have calculated over that 3 million. What of if you didn't make anything? When you are grateful, it opens you up to new opportunities. And you can make the next deal. You can make times two to cover up what you seem to have lost. Can I have an amen? So it's very important. It reduces depression, gratefulness. It lessens our anxiety. It supports our heart's health. A broken spirit, the Bible says, who can bear? So it also relieves us of stress. Gratefulness will help us in, improve the quality of our sleep. In Isaiah chapter 12, verses 4 and 5, the Bible says, And on that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. I'm reading from another translation. He said, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known his deed among the peoples. Make them remember that his name is exalted. He said, praise the Lord in song, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. We need to praise him. We need to exalt him. We need to give him praise. We need to declare. That's what we call testimony. His deed among people. We need to give him his due place. We must not become self-made people. We must not say, my mind, my heart has been able to accomplish this. Fine. But without his help, we cannot accomplish anything here. Unless the Lord builds a house. The builders are waiting in vain, are building in vain. In Psalm 89, I learned to read. It's a long read. Psalm 89 from verse 17. From, from, from verse 7, please. Psalm 89 from verse 7. To 18. He said, God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints and to be heard in reverence by all those around him. O Lord, God of hosts, who is mighty like you, O Lord? Your faithfulness surrounds you. You rule the raging of the sea. When its waves rise, you still them. You have broken Rahab in pieces as one who is slain. You have scattered your enemies with your mighty hand. The heavens are yours, the heart is also yours. The world and all its fullness, you have founded them. The north and the south, you have created them. The Tabor and Hammon rejoice in your name. You have a mighty hand, strong is your hand, and high is your right hand. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before your face. Blessed are the people. Who know the joyful sound? They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all day long. And in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. And in your favor our horn is exalted. 18 and 19, please. For our sheets belongs to God, to the Lord. And our king to the Holy One of Israel. Verse 19, then you spoke in a vision to your Holy One and said, I have given help to one who is mighty. I have exalted one chosen.
from my people. And the people of God say amen this morning. So in Psalm 97 verse 12, because that's what happened, the revelation of Christ, we always bring the heart of gratitude and thanksgiving in our life. In Psalm 97 verse 12, he said, Rejoice in the Lord, you righteous. Oh, give thanks at the remembrance of his holy name. Colossians 3.16 also help us to understand it. Put that in perspective, the revelation of Christ. He said, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. It's wisdom to know where to give appropriate place. It's wisdom to know how to be grateful to God. It's wisdom to know that in all things we should give thanks. Many people don't want to give thanks. In certain things, that's when you can hear people say, God of me, me, I know, go suffer. You know those songs? I know, God, God of me, Reku, uh, they surround me by, by, to the right, to the left. When things are good. But when things suddenly shifted a little bit from the right coordinates, you know, read earlier on that God is the one who created the north. What it simply means, that's where we, I mean, for navigation and all that, God is that one who can help us navigate through this world very well. But he said, the only way to be grateful on a daily basis is when the word of Christ dwells in you. Not sparsely, not every Sunday, but richly. Richly means every day. Let me put it, simplify it for you. It should be more than one. But every day, you have a scripture that you are meditating on. In the midst of your walk through life. So it's, 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 it's good that at the end of this year, you have, eh, you have, you have interacted with 365 verses of scripture that has formed, I mean, because you have been formed into that character, into that image. The word of Christ dwelling richly in you in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart. To the Lord, singing in grace in your heart to the Lord. What is the advantage of thanksgiving? Thanksgiving and praise guarantees divine intervention. God is actively involved. God is, is, is exalted in the midst of our praise. We can look at that through the Bible. And when people introduce praise into any situation, there is divine intervention. In fact, God himself goes ahead of his people. The ready scripture that comes to me now is Psalm 113. Can we quickly look at it? Is it Psalm 112 now or Psalm 113 where he says, Who are you, whole mountains that you fled? They fled at the presence of the Lord. So when we are grateful when we raise the voice of praise, it brings his in divine intervention. God is actively involved. He puts that challenge into perspective. We are able to focus our mind on the master, and our faith is strengthened through that challenge, and whatever it is that is negative spiritual force, we are able to through, we are able to combat it effectively using our authority. The benefits of Thanksgiving 5 quickly this morning, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for you to know that it is good. It's just good. 
It's God's rule. God inhabits the praises of his people. He, did not, he's not, he doesn't inhabit the complaining on the ungratefulness of his people. So it's just good. Psalm 92 verse 1, he said, It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord, to exalt his holy name. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. And whatever is good, like we say in the use of our language, it is good. Whatever is also bad is bad. Murmuring, complaining, whining is bad. Is bad. In fact, there was a, an instance in the Bible where those people were complaining. Israel. They were complaining no water, no food. They were complaining about garlic that they left in Egypt. I don't know what is in garlic that people are complaining. Garlic, cucumber, and they were reminded, they were declaring unrighteousness of God. And the Bible says, well, God responded to Moses. I will give them manna. But the Bible also described that when they were eating that manna, because it was out of lust that they made that request, that that thing was coming out of their nostrils. It's very important. It is a good thing. It's a good thing. Nigeria is bad in contest, in what we can see physically. But Nigeria is also full of opportunity. So don't get around human mosquitoes. They can bite you. And then you begin to fixate on the badness. That's not a good English. But on the badness of Nigeria. And you will not see, the Bible says, that such people, they don't see good when it comes. So it's a good thing. That's number one benefit. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. People, we always talk. Economies of nations, we always run in cycle. But our perspective, it matters a lot. It's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. So sing praises to your name. The Bible says, oh, most high. So David has already exalted God above pressure, above situation and circumstances because it's a good thing. Second benefit, thanksgiving means you are retaining the revelation of Christ in your heart. Thanksgiving, that's what it means. It's a benefit. You are retaining the revelation of Christ in your heart. It's a benefit. I have the revelation of Christ. Christ is Lord, is above all. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is my Lord, my captain, my Adonai, my master. So no matter what I'm going through, when I stay in thanksgiving, I am explaining, esteeming his revelation above all. Above all. Above all. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Christ in us is the hope of glory. Colossians 1.27 Philippians 2.13 is God who is at work in us both to will and to do of this good pleasure. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So when I am full of gratitude, praise, and thanksgiving, I am retaining the revelation of Christ in my heart. Thirdly, thanksgiving is needful because God is good. It's good. It's a benefit. It's needful. It's needful. If you want to get out of any tight place in life, apply the force of thanksgiving. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And when you recognize or say to your soul that this is my antidote against depression, my antidote against worry, against anxiety, then I exercise it because it is good. The message of the Lord is enveloped in an attitude of thanksgiving. The grace of our God abounds when we choose to give thanks. And in Psalm 136, we can see it all the chap all the, throughout the chapter 
how the Bible says, give thanks to the Lord for his mercy endures forever. For those who recognize that they have enemy, he said, when you give thanks to the Lord, he takes care of it. Kings of, and div, king of Amorites and whatever they stand, those demonic oppression stands. He said, when you give thanks, when you just make that declaration, his mercy endures forever, you see the hand of God. Number four, Thanksgiving is the will of God for our lives today. Wherever you are this morning, as a student, as someone looking for a job, as someone already in an established job, as a business person, yes, as a business person, give thanks. Give thanks. One month has passed. You may not have jump-started the things, but give thanks. This is another month for you to start something. Give thanks. Don't resolve to F-A-T-E. And say, this year is a bad year. Give thanks. Give thanks. This is the will of God for our life. It enhances our ability to see, our ability to hear, our ability to comprehend, our ability to see solution in the midst of challenges. That's what gratitude, praise, and thanksgiving will do for us. And yeah, lastly, this morning, thanksgiving is a door opener. It's a door opener. It's a door opener. Opener. In Matthew chapter 14, verses 19 to 30, there is a story there. In Matthew 15, verse 36, there is also a story there. You see, Thanksgiving, we pave way. Yeah, in 15, 36, there was a need to feed. And the Bible says, with, with seven loaves and the fish, he gave thanks. And when he gave thanks, he broke them and gave them to his disciples. And why those ones were also in that attitude, the thing multiplied in their hand. And they were able to feed multitudes of people. And they see had left over. This year, please understand, we are prophetic people. We cannot afford to be emotionally uh, sentimental about issues. We can't afford to be overwhelmed by the situation in our nation or across the nation of the world. I hope you know, and I know you know, things have changed globally. Even uh, nations that people want to jackpot to, they are tightening up their uh, immigration laws. So it's those who dwell in the secret. If you are still going to jackpot, jackpot by instruction. Jackpot by instruction. Because those who have jackpot are also planning to come back home. Because it's in the safe place. It's a place of divine instruction. So we are not emotionally sentimental. I know the current rate of dollar at Boki.com as at this morning. So, but hey, that is not the, the determinant of what God wants to do in our lives this year. I know the exchange rate when it comes to school fees. I know the exchange rate when it comes to doing business. For those of us who have businesses that are dependent, I know the exchange rate when it comes to pharmaceutical products. We used to buy coughing for 300 naira, as at this last week was 1,000 plus. So these are the reality of the times. So how do you and I navigate? Instead of re responding emotionally in a very negative way, let's give praise, thanksgiving to our God. Whatever you are doing this year, the table is set for you. I say it under God. It is set for you. Let your posture of faith be gratitude. 
and thanksgiving. One deal this year will cover months and weeks of no deal. But we must have that posture of faith. We must respond to God in the midst. And this is the conversation, and that's prayer for me. In the midst of this, Lord, what will you have me do? How will you have me run? You know, that kind of prayer is different from, I have X, I want to do this, I want to do this. Lord, let your blessing fall upon me. Mm -mm. Lord, even in the midst of nothing that I have, what will you have me do? That's the conversation. Don't use Agbari, it's not going to work. It's not working again. It doesn't work anymore. People are losing money because they are using Agbari. Have you and her, we are supposed to be spirit taught, spirit instructed, spirit led. We are supposed to be led into conversation. That is what this whole experience globally will do for us. Romans chapter 8, yeah, verse 19. He said the whole world, the creation is groaning. But they are also waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. God has given us, I said this on Wednesday, I'm saying it again. He has given us, the Bible says all things are ours in Christ Jesus. The Bible says that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What are those blessings? He has given us, number one, his word. Number two, he has given us his spirit. Number three, he has given us the ability to hear him. And then he expects us to respond. Number four, in action. God has given you and I everything we need. And this is the right time because people will ask you questions. We can't be saying the same thing that they are saying. We can't be complaining the same way they are complaining. Don't emotional. Don't be sentimental. Don't follow the crowd. He said, thou shalt not follow multitude to sin. Don't follow the crowd to run down your nation. Don't follow the crowd to run down your company, the organization you work for. Because if they are not in business, they will not be able to pay you. This is a year to speak blessing. Speak blessing if you are working for someone or you're empty. Speak blessing on that organization. Because by reason of your presence, that organization will prosper. We have more than enough this year. They will increase your salary for those of us who are working. And then for those of us who are running business, it will teach us to profit. It will lead us in the way that should go. You will touch money this year. For those of us who are still in school, you will excel on the top of your class. For those of you who have plans, you want to study, you want to do something, resources are made available to you this year. But be spirit-taught, be spirit-led, be spirit-action-oriented. That's the word. Please, it's a new year. It's too early to complain. It's too early to complain. Let praise rise from your heart as an incense. When men says there is casting down, let the testimony on your own lips be that there is lifting up. We will see the salvation of the Lord in this land. I said Nigeria is coming out. I, I just sense it. We are coming out. We are coming out stronger. We are coming out better. We are coming out to influence the, our own continent. We are coming out to influence the nations of the world. 
He said, nation, Isaiah 60, as I close, nations will come to the brightness of our rising. Kings will come to the brightness of our rising. There are many things that are being done silently underground now. How does this work? It's not underground. It's not secret. God is creating. I don't know if you know it. For those of you who are entrepreneurs, you know that. God is creating opportunity. Opportunity to network. Opportunity to collaborate. Opportunity to be at meetings. And when you are there, please, let your spirit man be open. Let it be open. You see, all these things, they are not science rocket. They are going to be whispers around conversations. And God is saying to you, staring your heart, because the spirit of man is the candor of the law. Staring your heart, listen to that. I want you to do something with this. And then it gives you the blueprint. And before you know it, that which has been rejected or has been commonly despised will become the head cornerstone. This is your year. The year of the believer for us who can hear God and who can yield to his blessing this year. So much is in, in store. The last thing is that this is a year of much more. And so don't be, don't be distracted by the, by the dollar, by the pound sterling. God, God is not measured by that. I hope you know that God doesn't spend dollar, naira, Japanese yen. All that God trades in is ideas. And when that idea has come to you as a believer, that idea is translated into value. And that value that you bring to the table, that's what brings in dollar, pan, sterling, Japanese, yell, euro. Um, what's Chinese now? Yon. May the Lord bless and keep you. Keep his face upon you. Shine upon you as you go into this week and to this month. The blessings of the Lord that makes rich and had no sorrow is in your tabernacle already. And your hands are strengthened to make good profit in the marketplace. This year, the Lord will continually be your shepherd. You shall not want. It will lead you through this year. It will lead you beside still water. It will lead you into greener pastures in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is a week of blessing, a week of grace, a week of access, a week of open doors. In Jesus' precious name. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudrata Biola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenge.org for more.